Hello, Red Shirts. Welcome to another episode of Follow Me and Die. I'm your host, Larry Hamilton, and today I'm starting a new intermittent series, Bits and Bobs, This and That. The idea is to be a miscellaneous mishmash of call-ins, ideas, and thoughts that have not evolved enough for a full episode, plus a few teasers. So sit back and take in the power of this fully operational episode. First up, call-ins. I haven't dealt with call-ins in over a year. I guess it's good that I don't have that many to catch up on. First up is Joe Richter from Hindsightless. He has a call-in from the episodes that I did at the end of 2020 about what was going on in the sessions for my Sunday AD&D campaign. Yo, what up, Larry? Yes, I totally made it to the end. I always do. Great stuff. Your sessions sound like they're so, so much fun, man. Do you guys go theater the mind mostly? Are you using maps and minis? Like, what are you doing? Because your battles sound epic, and I love it. Uh, so, yeah, great stuff. Keep it up. I hope to hear another one soon. And until then, peace out. Oh, yeah, Happy New Year. Hi, Joe. Thanks for the call-in. Yes, it's mostly theater the mind. We use Roll20 and Discord. It is audio only. My maps are minimal, and tokens for PCs and monsters and so forth are usually only for relative location. I've got a way to handle city adventures with a very simplistic map that I really need to make the video for my YouTube series Roll20 for the Absolute Beginner that I've mentioned at some point, I thought on the podcast, maybe just on other social media. I prefer Theater of the Mind. That's what I started with back in the day because we couldn't afford minis. I think... It really tends to bog things down, to sit there counting squares and getting exact ranges. Just do the spell and make your attack, and we'll see what happens. So, not sure when I'll get back to sharing what's going on in the campaign. Tomorrow is session 115, so it's going quite well. My longest ever campaign, the first to last more than a dozen or so sessions in all my years of play. So, the players like it, so I'll keep going. So, next is a first-time caller, Kevin, from the Red Caps podcast, called in about episode 196, where I discussed my forays into solo RPGs. That episode was in May of 2021. Hi, it's Kevin from the Red Caps podcast here on Anchor. Just listening to your episode 196 on solo RPGs, I wanted to give you a quick voicemail and say it was a great episode. Um, I'm glad you enjoyed all of Deborah's um, videos on YouTube, The Geek Gamer um, she had a lot of fantastic knowledge in there. I've done an interview with her on my podcast, just going over her thoughts on solo RPGs, and it was a great time. Um, if you're looking for other resources, the two I would recommend would be Tale of the Manticore. It's a actual play uh, podcast uh, of his solo adventures, and he has done a bunch of interviews uh, of behind-the-scenes stuff, as well as a Twitter account called PPM Gamer, uh, Parts Per Million Gamer. He has written a lot of solo RPG books, taking an existing system and rewriting it for solo play. So those are a couple of resources for you. Keep up the great work. I will listen and talk to you again soon. Take care. Hey, Kevin. Thanks for the call in and the information about solo RPG resources. I've made note of them and I'll look into them at some point. And I apologize for such a long delay, but I'll touch on that after the next call in. Also relating to episode 196 in solo RPGs, is a call from the elusive Matt Jackson of Matt 
Random Podcast, also from May of 2021, on the topic of solo RPGs. Hey Larry, it's Matt from the very rarely posted Matt Random. Uh, I just wanted to comment, I, I look forward to seeing what you come up with. I've toyed with solo RPGs for, geez, I don't know, off and on for two or three years. Um, I know uh, Four Against the Dungeon is a pretty good system, but I definitely feel like it kind of breaks down, it gets sort of monotonous uh, after a while. They do have different adventures that are kind of neat, but uh, that might be a good one to look at too, Four Against the Dungeon. Anyway, thanks for posting this and uh, hope to hear some more about it. Hey, Matt, thanks for calling in. Again, sorry for not responding to this sooner. I sort of got sidetracked from my plans to do more with solo role-playing games when I decided to have a one-day con in my garage called GarageCon. And that took a lot of focus and attention because I was busy cleaning out my large two-car garage to make room for tables to play. And I had thought about another GarageCon this summer, but... My plans changed. However, those plans should allow for more time for solo role-playing games. And I'll definitely check out the resources you mentioned, and those other plans I'll mention later in the episode. Finally, I've got two call-ins from Carl Rodriguez of the Geomologist Presents podcast. He also called in last May, but this time it was after I shared my diabetes diagnosis, and he talks about his own struggles. Hey Larry, it's good to hear from you. Sorry we that our game, Broken Lands Mondays, kind of suffered from this sort of ennui and a lot of things happened. And I definitely know the feeling, not being motivated, not wanting to do anything. And uh, hey, uh, I'm also diabetic. been able to manage it with diet and exercise to keep my H1AC in the sixes. And I mean, it got pretty high at one point, but uh, with diet and drugs... Um, I've been able to maintain it and um, keep my blood sugar 120 to 140. My uh, the other complications like well, you know, you know, cholesterol they worry about and and blood pressure. So those are being managed. So far, no insulin dependency, and that is the goal is to avoid it for me. Take care, and we'll talk to you soon. Hey, Carl, thanks for the call in, and don't worry about. Uh, your campaign, I think that was a sort of a everybody had stuff going on issue. And at some point, maybe I can rejoin if you have anything going on. About my diabetes diagnosis, it's been about a year. I go back May 14th for a follow-up with my doctor. I'm down to a once-a-week injection. I have only one dose of that left before I have my follow-up with the doctor. My last A1C back in March is closer to that point where I'd no longer be considered diabetic. And it's amazing how mostly eating right makes such a big difference. And if I got more exercise, it would be even better. So eat right and exercise really does make a difference. Now over this past winter, with less time outside to get exercise, I found that I didn't need to eat supper. Eating only breakfast and lunch and maybe a snack if I got hungry was keeping my glucose in check, which I only check it in the mornings. I'm leaning towards the thought that I'll probably be taking off all meds with probably another follow-up in a few months just to make sure all's well. 
this winter will be my annual physical, so I might have a blood test before then with the doctor to check my A1C, or he may just wait to see how things go when I have my physical. Things are going well there. Other health concerns, things seem to also be going well, which reminds me I need to update my blog, Men's Health and My Perspective, which I failed to do after more recent events to give a follow-up on that. And Carl also called in about my last episode, number 201, on what is the best role-playing game. Take it away, Carl. Hey, Larry, this is Carl with the message. I apologize for the background noise. I'm doing this real quick before the exhibition starts at the convention I'm at. And thank you for your podcast on the best RPG that we should be playing. I very much agree with you. When I started in this hobby, my groups were diverse. The groups I played in were diverse. And I think it continues to this day with the right kind of people, um, people who enjoy games and enjoy the hobby, not the complaining complainers that you mentioned, but those who really like to game. And uh, it's a great hobby, and I'm glad I've been in it. I met some fantastic people like yourself and many, many others. So thanks again for the, that message, and game on. Thanks, Carl. I've had replies on my other social media, and they all seem to have missed the point, but you definitely get it. Those other replies mention specifics of rules or systems or procedures, which was obviously not my point. My point is, play the RPG you want to play, and the one you are playing is the best. This means that the best changes. If you're playing Top Secret, then that's the best role-playing game. If you only play Bunnies and Burrows, I've never played that, then that's the best RPG. As far as I'm concerned, if you're not playing, encouraging others to play, prepping for the next session, or developing game aids to facilitate the play of others, you miss the point. I don't waste time on the complaining complainers complaining. I'd rather encourage others and just game. So those are the call-ins. Now for some loose threads of ideas. I had this idea related to generating ability scores. We're all familiar with 46 and drop the lowest for generating each of the six ability scores in the standard D&D or SR style of game. Keep that 46 drop the lowest method, but keep track of the drop die for each of those dropped rolls and total them. So out of the six standard ability scores, you're going to have six dice that you don't use on your score. What's that total? Somewhere between six and 36. So then you use the total of those scores, maybe for some additional ability, maybe uh, something like power or mana for spellcasters, or luck points, or points that you could maybe add to any die roll. But once you use them, you permanently reduce the total points remaining. So if you have 15 points and you use 5 to get a 20 on a to-hit roll, you lose 5 points and you've only got 10 for the next time. So use them sparingly. Or use them all and go big or go home. Now I've never heard of an RPG that did that or any house rule that did that. But that's an idea that crossed my mind a while back and I wanted to share it as I've 
just kind of had it mulling in the back of my mind for a few months now, and I just wanted to get that out there to hear what others had to think. Have you heard of another game that uses that, or heard about it, or seen it in a house rule, or use it yourself? I'd like to know. So next I mentioned I'd talk about why I'm not going to do GarageCon again this summer. It was a blast last summer. It was a lot of work. My garage needs another cleaning, but that's another story. Now I kept talking about doing another GarageCon until I reached a point where I just need to get out of here. Being cooped up because of COVID and other health concerns, I just, I need out. And getting away for a couple of conventions was great, and it just reminded me I need more away from the house. I recently refinanced my house at a much better rate, and I leveraged my equity to pay off my truck, my home equity loan, and credit card, so that now I only have mortgage for debt. And that freed up a lot of funds so that I can finally take action on long dormant plans to travel and work from the road because I've got one of those jobs. As long as I've got internet, I can do my job. But that's a topic big enough for its own episode. So this is just a little tidbit to kind of tease. And I'll plan on going into more detail on that in the next episode. I sort of touched on it in my episode where I wrapped up my GaryCon 2022 experience. And that's what's up with the card game. Well, as I briefly mentioned a moment ago, 2020 dealt the world a harsh blow. Then I had my own harsh blow to my health with my prostate cancer diagnosis. And it took my focus off of all kinds of plans. Then Diabetes Challenge did some of the same. And I didn't even play my card game till Christmas of 2021 when I showed it to my youngest son and granddaughter who'd never seen it. And my granddaughter and her uncle had a lot of fun. And my granddaughter had a great line. It's a pretty fun game for an almost seven-year-old. She turned seven in January. I did take the game to Gary Khan. I got in a few play tests, as I mentioned in my Gary Khan recap episode. And so I think it's time to wrap things up and publish it. And I have decided I'm not doing a Kickstarter. I'm just going to put it on drive through cards. I just need to finalize the layout. I have a friend who has offered to help me with that. I don't have a time frame yet, but that will definitely be shared when I do. And to wrap up this episode, I want to mention a short story. I had the idea for a short story this past Wednesday, about an hour before the Wednesday night OSE game I play on Roll20. And I posted what I had to the blog, and I'll link that below. And I shared that on other social media. Well, I've since written three more scenes and have ideas for one or two more scenes, and I think I'm going to publish it on drive through Fiction and charge a dollar for it, and I'll share here and elsewhere when that's finally done. Uh, I do need it to sit for a bit, and I probably better find a proofreader slash editor to go over it before I do that, but that's kind of my plans for that. I've not had something come together that well that I've written. The very few comments I've gotten about it have been positive, so that's been encouraging. My youngest brother said he thought it was interesting. Uh, my sister read part of it and said she liked it. I haven't heard anything from my brother just younger than I am, and I've also told my son, oldest son and daughter-in-law about it, and I'm waiting to hear their comments. I've got a 
long unfinished novel that I'd got mostly finished with the first draft with NaNoWriMo in 2014. Oh my god, eight years ago. I need to finish that. I had this idea way back in college in the mid-80s. So, yeah, I, I, I need to finish that. But it, a novel's a lot bigger thing than a short story. There's a mishmash of call-ins and ideas for you to ponder. If you have any comments or other things you'd like to say about this episode or any other episode, please call in. I hope to not take a year or more to respond to call-ins. It's just, uh, well, things happen, and I try not to worry too much about it. So this episode's going to be a bit longer than usual, but I think that's okay to break the mold once in a while. I hope you enjoyed Bits and Bobs This and That. I don't know how long it'll be till I have enough other miscellaneous tidbits to share, but when I do, you can count on me having another Bits and Bobs This and That episode. Thank you all for joining me. I look forward to hearing from you, and game on. Knows how to wield a sword Spells arcane and divine Up on a shield to a wolf And if you have the time He's got a mean sales pitch He even makes it rhyme And if you need a job This is his go-to line Some people wanna die poor I can't imagine why they say once you fuck the bomb, there's nothing left to buy. But if you wanna die rich, go going to find both eyes. Then raise up your long sword, follow me and die. Yeah, raise up your long sword.